Hey, welcome to CEO Sprints. I'm Simon Severino, founder and CEO of Strategy Sprints. We double your revenue 90 days. This podcast broadcasts the people who sprint every week to make things happen, who show up every day, no matter what, for the people they seek to serve. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal how you can be our next guest in about 20 minutes. Let's go. Today, we have Kyle Chambers of Texas Quality Assurance with us today. Thanks for joining us, Kyle. Addy, glad to be here. So happy to have you. And so please just tell us, what is Texas Quality Assurance? Yeah, so we are a quality management software and services company. And so what that means is we help organizations that have various quality management requirements from, uh, you know, common standards like ISO 9001 or API. So we help them get all of their process procedures, their workflows, everything together. And we do that through a combination of software tools, consultation, auditing, training, really work hard to be a, a one-stop shop for, for any of these uh, quality management needs. Mm-hmm. Is there ever like different standards, I guess, depending on the company or is it just like you all have like a high standard so it's like oh, across sure. the board, whoever works with us, this is the high standard we're going to hit? Uh, no, what it is, is we work with uh, a lot of different compliance standards. So it, there's kind of the big three in the industry, what we call is uh, ISO 9001, uh, which is for quality management, um, ISO uh, 14001, which is for environmental management, and 45001, which is for health and safety management. Mm. And if you're in the oil and gas sector, kind of depending on where you are, there are the uh, similar standards, but more tailored for the industry that you're in. And so we work a lot with, uh, obviously, the oil and gas world since we're uh, here in Houston, Texas. Okay. And so thank you for explaining that, too. Uh, Three categories. Now I just learned something new as well. And what would you say is maybe one of the hardest categories to just get companies up to that high standard in those different categories? Yeah, so most of the folks we work with, we work almost exclusively with small businesses. Okay. And so if you think about small business, it's generally someone who, you know, they did their time in the industry, they learned a lot, they've got this dream, and they're going after it. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that philosophy. It's fantastic. That's the reason we work with small businesses, because we love to work with these, you know, entrepreneurially, you know, dedicated, you know, visionary type folks. But the difficulty comes in, how do you maintain the same standards for a management system that a multi-billion dollar organization with thousands of employees can maintain when you yourself are perhaps running a, a CNC machine shop or a, a field service company with only 30 or 40 employees? Mm-hmm. And so that's where we step in is to try to give you similar tools and resources that these larger organizations have so that you can compete in the same market space. And so that kind of goes to my next question as well. Since you were primarily with small businesses, is it ever kind of a, you know, financial issue? Do you ever have to kind of educate them like this is something that you should be spending money on? Definitely, definitely. It's um, and especially now in this uh, kind of post-COVID era that we're mm-hmm. moving into. <clears throat> things are definitely different than they were before. Um, so prior to, uh, to COVID, you know, we were in a, a very good economy, right. And it was fairly easy for most of these organizations to seek and find new business opportunities Mm -hmm. and do the work, um, in the, you know, diminished economy and, and marketplace that we're working in. A lot of these companies are finding that they're falling into one of two categories Mm -hmm. is they 
are doing things the way that they've always done it. It may have worked in the past, but now there's a much smaller market right. and much um, higher demand for, for quality of the products and services. Mm -hmm. So if you have two companies that are apparently equal in all ways, but one has the certifications and plaques they can put on the wall to mm -hmm. show that they have been vetted and certified to provide a quality product, that's where the business is going. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's a lot of opportunities to do a lot of good for folks right now. Mm -hmm. And would you say that's something customers also pay attention to? Oh, 100%. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so when, especially if you're working with a larger organization, it's maybe uh, one of the uh, the super majors or not even that, but uh, some of the, the larger uh, service providers that are out mm -hmm. there. Well, they have a supplier approval process. So they have mm -hmm. a, a system in which they vet which supplier do we want to use depending mm -hmm. on the criticality of the project, um, the, the risk that's associated with it. Well, they're going to be very particular in how they select the suppliers. Mm -hmm. So if you're wanting to get in the game or stay in the game these days, being able to show that you have those quality management systems in place, mm -hmm. that reduces the risk to your customer. So they're more right. apt to utilize you to provide those services for them. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like definitely a worthy investment for a return on your investment later down the road. Oh, yes. No, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, just uh, this week, uh, we spent time with a client because they received a uh, qualification, uh, pre-qualification from a new customer. And they're, they're really, really needing to get this new business. They're a small machine shop, maybe only 10 employees. Okay. And, you know, so they called up and they're asking different questions about, well, how do we complete this form? How do we show this? How do we show that? So we just came out there for a day. Went through mm -hmm. all of the paperwork with them together, made sure that everything was lined up nice and uh, nice and good like it should to send that uh, qualification information over to their client mm -hmm. to give their client the assurance that they can provide the uh, the expected quality of work that they're looking for. So it sounds like you do like to work very closely with your clients as well, then kind of have that strong relationship, not just pop in, fill out some paperwork and go. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Absolutely. We really do really enjoy working with them. I tell you, my absolute favorite part of my job mm -hmm. is going out to client facilities and taking a look at the work they do. It's just, it's so fascinating. Mm -hmm. You can have two organizations that effectively solve the same problem and provide the same product or service, but they may go at it in very different ways. Mm -hmm. And so just learning kind of the nuances and the thought process, how they solve the same problem in different manners. It's just, mm -hmm. it's absolutely fascinating to me. I really, really enjoy it. And I can imagine, too, your clients almost are teaching you things as well. Yes, you're teaching them some things. Oh, yeah. So because everyone kind of operates differently, you're learning as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, we conduct some uh, uh, training courses every so often. We call it our QMS boot camp. And one of the key philosophies that we teach in that course is to look at everything through what we call a process approach. Mm -hmm. So if you attack a problem or, or a new environment from a process approach, your goal is to identify what are our expected outputs? You know, mm -hmm. what's the end goal that we're looking for? And do our goals, you know, match to get that result in six months? Right. You know, what are the inputs we need? What are the people we need, the training that we need, the equipment, the materials, the resources, even the customers we need to be able to provide this over here? And so when you go in from a process standpoint and start mapping all of these things together, you really can walk into a facility in an industry that you've never worked in, you know, next to nothing about, but you can ask the right questions. You go in very inquisitive, eager to learn, and you can still do good for them. Mm -hmm. And like I said, also just building the resume. It's like, okay, now we have worked in this industry, in yep. these different places. We're not just one, yep. you know, one place. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And so you mentioned earlier how some you know, businesses 
what they used to do before COVID worked, maybe not yep. work anything anymore. How has it been for your business specifically as far as acquiring customers? Have you had to change things since some people may not mm-hmm. be wanting to spend money now on quality assurance? How does that, how has that been working for you? We have had to change a lot. It, it took, um, uh, a lot, a lot of thought, a lot of work mm-hmm. last year to kind of figure out how do we need to retune uh, the services we're offering. <clears throat> so, two examples. Uh, the first example is we provide quality management software. So, we provide you software that lets you keep track of your documentation, the approval processes, keep track of your non-conformances and corrective actions, and so forth. Historically, this has been a very custom project. Mm-hmm. So, each client gets a very unique, customized solution. It's at a higher upfront price point. We're very involved to get you exactly what you're looking for. Um, Now, moving out of the environment, we're finding that folks are very much interested in a quick, ready-to-go solution, Mm -hmm. minimal upfront customization, and just a proven solution that they can jump into today with a low entry cost to get some value out of it. Mm -hmm. So it's just a a little bit different way that folks are, are looking looking for the same solution, but they're finding different value in it. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to respond to that as well. Um, the second one is prior to uh, COVID, one of the big services we provided was a comprehensive consultation. Okay. So company says, hey, our customer says we have to get ISO 9001 certified or we have to have a health and safety documented health and safety program or they're not going to do business with us. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll come in, we'll do the consultation work with you, write the procedures and everything ground up. <clears throat> well, what we're seeing now is that that comprehensive consultation is, is not where they're finding the value. Instead, where they're finding the value is they've had to lay off folks over the last year, unfortunately. Mm. They're doing a lot more with a lot less than what they used to do before. So we're transitioning into what we call our fractional quality management. And so what that means is you can have a member of our team, either on-site or dedicated remote, um, either weekly, um, monthly, depends on the the tier service we go for. Mm -hmm. What that does, it gives you the full-time, you know, the uh, experience of a full-time dedicated, skilled expert quality manager at a, a fraction of the cost that we get with mm-hmm. a standard employee. Because mm-hmm. uh, what we run into is if you have an organization with less than 100 employees, it's hard to justify the payroll expense to hire that expert quality manager to come in. Mm-hmm. And so what folks tend to do is they, they take someone that's, that's good at their job yeah. and they give them multiple job titles. More hats. And they never really do quite as good with mm-hmm. one or the other as they should. So we can step in and provide that additional support for them. Mm-hmm. And it kind of sounds ingenious to me with our route as well. As they said, it's a fraction of the price. You're still getting the expertise. And they can also, someone can actually now take the time to learn and hopefully eventually mm-hmm. then have the job or at least everyone across the board learn from the expert yeah. that you're putting in. Well, and one thing that folks are surprised when we tell them is because we've got various tiers. Um, so if we come in with the third tier where we're effectively taking on the role of a full-time quality manager, okay. you get, uh, you know, uh, multiple contacts per week. We have a full business day on site every week that we're working with you. And then folks are quite shocked when we say, when you're ready to fill this position with a full-time mm-hmm. employee, because your business is going to grow, you're going to do better. So when you're ready to fill this position, we will personally sit in on the interviews to hire the person to replace the job we're doing for you today. Oh, that's awesome. That's when you know you really that's when a customer or client can know that you really just want them to be successful and do whatever it takes to have that. Absolutely. And I'm sure there will be other ways that we can work with them in the future. Mm -hmm. But our goal really is to see them succeed. 
Absolutely. And then switching gears from that, tell us sure. about the new live stream venture you are you're launching. Yes. So we are we've done the Quality Matters podcast for about two years now. Okay. And we just released episode number one hundred and two. And so that's going well. <laughs> and it's just a fun format. It's it's really just my wife and I and, and we kind of have this back and forth banter about uh, quality management topics. Um and so what we decided to do is start a new venture with um a book club. You know, mm-hmm. I an avid reader, you know, Audible is probably my uh, my best friend these days. <laughs> and so we wanted to say, well, let's let's sit down and review some of these, uh, you know, kind of legendary books that everyone talks about. Mm-hmm. And let's just sit down as business owners, business leaders and discuss these books from a practical real world aspect. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're trying to do is uh, to do a, a monthly live stream. The first one was a little bit of a trial and error. We had some audio <laughs> issues that we didn't know about right. until after it went live. Um, so we're working to, to fix that problem. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, we, we've got a, the next one coming up in about uh, two and a half weeks. Okay, that's amazing. That sounds super fun. So for our listeners, where should they go uh, to be a part of that, to listen in? Yeah, the easiest thing is to find us on uh, LinkedIn mm-hmm. or go to YouTube. Uh, just search for Texas Quality Assurance or hashtag Quality Matters, and it'll pull up. Perfect. And for the business overall, TexasQA.com? Yeah, that's it. Perfect. Kyle Chambers, thank you so much for coming on here and sharing how Texas Quality Assurance just wants to see companies succeed. We appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Hey, Simon here. Thank you so much for listening to CEO Sprint's podcast. If you are a successful CEO who would like to be on this program, please visit strategysprints.com slash interview. If you got something out of this interview, do a quick screenshot with your phone and post it on socials. Want to know more? Go to our website, strategysprints.com, or follow us on Instagram at strategysprints. Want to hang out with other 900 business owners like you? Join our private Facebook group. It's called Entrepreneurship in Sprints. Keep rolling.